Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Rated M for McPhail. I'm Audrey. I'm Erin. And we're here today to talk about one of the classic movies from the 90s, The Sandlot. Probably one of my favorite movies from my own personal childhood. So I'm excited about this. It's a delightful adventure about a bunch of misfits, a scary monster, and a classic misunderstanding of the things that we don't understand. Right, this movie's all about fear. Yeah, and and some more great sports. Yeah, our our next our different sport. We've moved on from hockey, getting into some spring, summer, fall sports. It's good. But I have noticed that we are going to have a lot of the same actors in this movie <laughs> um, that carry over from the Mighty Ducks universe. Um, we have our friend Luis Mendoza. Who's very cute in this movie. He is, isn't he? Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Yeah, he's cuter in this movie than I think he is in Mighty Ducks. That's just point of personal preference. <laughs> well, it's a much better character, I think. Yeah. Yeah, true, 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 true. And he gets overshadowed by Charlie Conway in the Mighty Ducks movies, because, like, who couldn't? Of course. And also, like... My feelings about all of these characters are colored by the fact that I saw them when I was a kid, so I feel like it's not creepy for me to have, like, specific preferences about which ones I had a crush on. Um, Right, I don't think that's weird. I don't think it's weird either. It's funny because this is another one of the those movies where I remember seeing, and I I had, like, I specifically remembered all the parts with James Earl Jones. I don't know why, but that's what, like, stuck out to me, the rest of the movie. And, like, the lifeguard scenes, like... I remembered scenes, but I didn't really remember the whole thing start to finish. I just kind of remembered parts as opposed to the whole. Um, but it was nice to just like settle in and see the whole thing. And it's a good story. It's a really just like nice story. It and is. I feel like we need that these days. Oh, yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Just had to bring it up. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, okay. So we, I guess we could, let's, let's start from the top. You want to give us a little, little breakdown of what this movie's about? All right, so this movie centers around a nerd named Scotty Smalls. <laughs> nerd. Um, who has just moved to a new neighborhood in the valley, um, clearly in L.A. County somewhere. California, the valley. Yeah. The valleys, I don't know if it's the San Fernando Valley, the San Gabriel Valley. There's a couple different valleys here. I think San Fernando, but because it's like Burbank area and some of the streets seemed vaguely... Burbanky, that's your Hollywood insight. <laughs> From an insider. <laughs> From an insider. <laughs> yeah, well, it's definitely LA because, uh, like, at the very beginning, it shows um, Scotty Smalls, the nerd, as an adult, and he's like a baseball announcer. Yeah. And it's the, the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Dodger Stadium. Yep. Built over uh, stolen land, as are many things <laughs> in the country. <laughs> Sorry, keep bringing it down. So, so Scotty Smalls um, has moved to this new neighborhood. Um, as we've established, he's a big nerd, and he doesn't have any friends. Um, and then he he decides, like, he sees all these kids playing baseball in the sandlot, and he decides, I'm going to play baseball too, even though I don't know how to play baseball, and I'm just terrible at sports. Yeah, I'm going to play a game that boys play, that, that yeah. I feel like I have to play. Because masculinity is toxic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Down with the patriarchy. And he he decides that, like, his first attempt at playing this game is going to be in, in front of a bunch of preteen boys who are, 
like probably the second cruelest creatures on earth second only to preteen girls yeah they're so mean through the whole movie to everyone including each other yeah and it is like horrifying to me i mean i guess i was you know i'm sarcastic i think and i can be witty i guess but i don't feel like i'm like mean or i didn't i don't feel like i was a mean kid mostly because i was too scared to be mean because i was scared of getting in trouble but these kids are vicious much like the kids in every movie we've watched so far (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like I actually went through a phase when I was probably like 10 or 11 where I tried to be like that, like this, just (laughs) because I had seen so many movies where like that's what, you know, 10 to 12 year olds were. They were these snarky little bastards who just like respected nothing and no one. And I feel like (laughs) the movie, like, I think it might be an acting thing for kid actors because kid actors can handle being mean really well because it's so extreme and they can also do like fake laughing (laughs) like excessively i feel like every like scene in the movie where they're making fun of somebody and then they start laughing it's like very pointed like (laughs) yeah pointing and laughing and just yeah having a a jolly old time yeah i think they miss a lot of like kid actors miss a lot of the subtleties of you know humor that like it's being written by an adult who's, I think, thinking of it in a certain way, but, like, the kids can't really nail all of those little subtleties to the lines that makes it less mean-spirited. Yeah. And they just, like, come at it with, like, guns blazing, just tearing down their friends. Yeah. And... So different. And, you know, Smalls is having a rough go of it anyway because his dad is dead. And he has to call Dennis Leary, his real... his Like, call him by dad, but he keeps calling him by his first name. And it's really awkward. And Dennis Leary is in this movie. Is Dennis Leary <laughs> hot? Okay, this is a question that I texted to you because I forgot, A. And B, I was like, wow, he's, like, really young. And he's in, like, you know, 60s clothes. There's one, I think, later in the movie he wears, like, a denim button-down. And I, that was the one where I was like, yes. Yes, he is hot. There he is hot. But I can't tell because he has, like, a very, like, striking face and a yeah. gap tooth and, like, weird hair sometimes. But I think in this movie he is. He's not not hot. I think <laughs> yeah. we can agree on that. And he's like trying, like he's kind of a dick earlier and he is like busy with his real work or whatever. And he doesn't want to play catch with him and he's really trying. And then like as the movie goes on, he softens and like takes on the role of, of dad. Well, that always bothered me when Scotty was like, can you teach me how to play catch? And I'm like... <laughs> No, he can't teach you. There's nothing to teach. There are no rules. It's, the, it's just an action that you do, and then you just learn, and you just have to do it. Like, I don't know. I mean, it is sad that he hadn't had anyone, like, play catch with him before. First of all, I need to, like, back up a little bit. Okay. And really Let's think about it. how many movies from the 90s came out that are all about baseball. Like, there are so many 90s baseball movies. So many. Angels in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfield, absolutely. Um, Field of Dreams. Dreams. Yep. (laughs) Rookie of the Year. Bull Durham. Or was that the 80s? That might be the 80s. But like, it's... it's... The Rookie in the 2000s. Yeah. Dennis Quaid movie. Now we're just naming baseball movies. (laughs) (laughs) They're great. America. Yeah. And it's weird because like, I'm not... A A League of Their Own. Yeah, true. A League of Their Own. Um, I'm not a big baseball fan but like same same i will watch the shit out of baseball movies oh yeah 
Because I feel like baseball movies focus on the most exciting plays in baseball. <laughs> and in an actual baseball game, there's a lot of just like strike, ball, like one base hit. Like there's not, it's just a very like slow action. And in baseball yeah. movies, it's always like bases loaded, two outs, like bottom of the ninth. Like stakes are always high. Fever pitch. Yeah, the Jets stole home the single most exciting play that could possibly yeah, happen yeah, in, yeah. in baseball. <laughs> Stealing home. Exactly. It's yeah, and it also it focuses a lot on like the camaraderie and like the yeah, team yeah. aspect of it. Bunch of misfits, and also like you can not be that sporty and play baseball because you got kids of all shapes and sizes and athletic abilities. <laughs> um, also, just want to side note: there are this movie also does not pass the Bechdel test, as far as I know. And no. I would love to see an all female reboot of The Sandlot with all small girls. <laughs> Agreed. In the same story. Well, there is Sandlot 2, which has a girl, I believe. Um, nope. No. Well, this movie has a girl, too. She's a teen lifeguard. We'll get to that. All right. I got a big rant. I got a big rant. Oh, also, this movie is sad. We didn't talk about this, but they're... So, they play baseball on a, a physical Sandlot, which reminds me of that field that used to be behind Grandpa's that we would, like, sometimes oh, play kickball on. Yeah. And then somebody new moved in and we couldn't play on it. No, they were like, sorry, too bad. This used to be where you had all of your childhood <laughs> memories, but. <laughs> you can't have two yards, but it was just like the perfect size. It, it really was. For like, a, like a diamond, like, oof, whatever. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so they, they play baseball in the sand lot and there's this uh, neighbor that lives behind them with this scary dog they call the Beast which is a puppet for most of the movie, which I think is hilarious. It's a hilarious psych egg every time. Um, yeah. And the dog is, like, chained up a lot, and it, it's sad. It is sad. <laughs> Watching now, I was like, this is, like, kind of animal abuse, and I love yeah. dogs, so. Well, it's worth noting that, like, we do not actually see the dog for, like, 95% of the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. And... Well, we'll get to the we'll get to that later. Like the reveal of the dog. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, Scotty Smalls goes to the Sandlot. He decides to play, um, and he manages. Like, how do you out nerd Squints? Like a character named Squints. <laughs> I don't know, but I hate Squints. I think he might be my least favorite character. He's he's got a lot of negative qualities. Like. A lot of negative qualities. First of all, he thinks he's a know-it-all. <laughs> Secondly, he decides to kiss someone without their consent. Yeah, so... We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Yeah, so... <laughs> so, anyway, Scotty, Scotty, like, he wants to play, but he's terrible. Like, he throws the ball, and it, it, it like... First of all, he doesn't actually throw the ball. He, like, hand-delivers it to he, other like, characters. He, can't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he throws it, it go he like drops it basically. And you can see the child actor Tom Geary like trying to figure out the mechanics of how to throw the ball so badly. Like you can yeah, see yeah. him thinking <laughs> through it. Like how do I make this work? And how do I act bad at this simple human action? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. But then, you know, Benny the Jet Rodriguez um, sort of takes Scotty under his wing. Benny is, without a doubt, the coolest kid in the universe. He is so cool. He is just always wearing, like, a Dodger hat and a uniform that has his name on the back of it. And he's just, like, cool and sporty and good. He has long legs. So 
I'm going to ask you a question, and it's it's not going to be okay. a weird question, because as we've already established, we watched this movie as kids, so it's not creepy to talk about which one of these kids we had a crush on when we were kids. Yeah, no, no, no. Totally normal. <laughs> Josh Jackson, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Yep. <laughs> Anytime, we're available. So, all right, hit me. Hit me with your question. <laughs> no, that, that was my question. Um... If any oh. of these children did you have a crush on when you were a kid as well? Oh, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. But but I, because it, it took me a second to like recognize him because I was like, wow, he looks, is that the same kid from the Mighty Ducks? But then I wanted to be sure. Uh, he's definitely the cutest. Yeah. And then I guess Smalls is like a little cute and like kind of like I feel like he would grow into being a, a handsome gentleman. And he's kind of cute at the end. He's not really, but. So. Dennis Leary also. Yeah. True. <laughs> Um, but none of the other kids, I think, are cute. Well, the uh, Squints is definitely not cute. Nope. Sorry. Um, what party. is the kid with uh, the kid with for the freckles? Who's also in an episode of the X Files? The one who says you're killing me, Smalls. I think they all say that. Is is that Hamilton the Babe uh, Porter? Yes, 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 yes. Ham Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> His nickname, the Great Hambino. Yep. He's obviously the uh, on Goldberg the nose nicknames. of this movie, by the way. Yeah, he is the Goldberg of this movie. He's also in my favorite episode of the X-Files. Uh, well, one of my favorites, Bad Blood, which is about vampires, and he delivers pizza, and he's a vampire. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't really... I mean, he's fine. He's funny. I think he's, uh, he's better... For me, he's better than Goldberg in The Mighty Ducks because he's actually, like, good at his position. Yes, that's true. So he's worthwhile contribution. He teaches Smalls how to make a s'more. Of course. Which is great. Which is very touching. Also, I like their secret clubhouse. It reminds me of Recess School's Out. Well, <laughs> second time of I, I was just like, they're playing on this abandoned sandlot that happens to have, like, the most amazing tree fort, like, ever. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. I feel like me. every movie, like, had amazing tree forts. And then we had a tree fort at our house in Pennsylvania. For a little bit, for a time. But it was, like, <laughs> just kind of, like, plywood and a couple... Like, it was small. It was not, like, this spacious two-bedroom apartment yeah, like, that they clearly had going that on. That tree fort may be bigger than both of our apartments, to be totally honest. Yeah, yeah. I would I would bet money yeah. on that. <laughs> um. Anyway, the flashback... Oh, okay, so they're in there, and then that's when he tells them the story of the beast, this big, giant dog that uh, James Earl Jones' character got to protect his auto shop from thieves? Is it, it's a junkyard, right? Junkyard, yeah, I guess. But I, it was, yeah, unclear. The flashback is scary, I think. <laughs> yeah. Because humans get eaten by a dog. <laughs> it's true. Like, he says that they get eaten, but then the f- the f- Bones and the all. footage shows them, like, being thrown, and then they run away. So yeah. it's, it's so unclear. Some people say that they escaped. But they think that they got eaten. Like, it's it's a wild, wild tale that they don't want to go near this dog. Yeah. It's very, the beast. Also, we're dealing with an unreliable narrator in this situation of Squint, true, who's, true, like, true. just making shit up while he tells the story. <sighs> the worst. The worst. I don't believe that his grandfather's name is Squigman. I'm sorry. No. No. I don't buy that at all. Um. So, yeah. So, that, that happens. Also, there's, like, so many lines that... I- my friends still quote "You're killing me, Smalls" is obviously uh-huh. one, but then in the flashback when forever, uh, is forever. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, 
I wrote that down just forever. Oh, there's like, a dashed out. There's another thing about the the flashback that made me laugh. Because um, Squints talks about how the police were getting phone calls about all the missing thieves. Like, hello, officer. I haven't been robbed lately, and I'm starting to get a little concerned. Like, yeah. what is that? <laughs> So ridiculous. Yeah, there's a shortage of thieves in the neighborhood. I think they're being eaten by a, uh, by a dog. <laughs> oh, boy. So then, uh, the next note in my in my notebook is female object- objectification. Wendy so Peppercorn. So I think we have arrived at the lifeguard scene. <sighs> first of all, first of all, Hambino, the great Hambino, I'm just going to call him that for the rest of it, jumps into the pool and it's like a comically oversized cannonball that gets like all the girls wet. Cannonballs don't work like that. They never splash as many people as you want. So that's just, um, I, that, um, I have an issue Unrealistic. with Unrealistic. Unrealistic. Secondly, I was a lifeguard in high school and college. <laughs> it is a serious job that does not involve like layers of makeup. And a cool bathing suit. My bathing suit is ugly and says lifeguard on it. It is not like a fitted, fashionable bathing suit. <laughs> and I also wouldn't wear cute sunglasses because what if you had to jump in? Yeah. So I'm just saying. All good points. Um, so, they, so the boys go to the pool and they there's this lifeguard they all love named Wendy. Yeah, so they go to the pool because, like, I'm, like it's, getting worked it's up. like, this whole big thing where, like, oh, you know, Benny wants to play baseball all the time, but all the other kids are, like, oh, I don't want to play in the heat, so they decide to go to the pool. And then it's, like, this um, um, homage to Cool Hand Luke, um, where it's, like, a replication of the scene where, like, all the prisoners are standing around watching this woman, like, wash a car and they're like, she don't know what she's doing. She knows exactly what she's doing. Oh, yeah, because it's all her fault that you're being creeps. But yes, yeah, um, yeah. And Squint says, I've I've swum here every summer of my adult life, says the 11-year-old. Yeah. He's a <sighs> child. He's a literal child. And then he decides his big plan to woo Wendy, the lifeguard, who is... Can we talk about how old Wendy is? Because, like, I think she's supposed to be a teen, but she really seems like she's in her 20s. She seems like at least 25, but she's probably supposed to be, like, 16, is what I'm guessing. So he decides he's going to pretend to drown so that she has to This is the most heinous offense that I can ever imagine another human doing to another person. (laughs) And then, like, while she's giving him mouth-to-mouth, just start, like, making out with her. Which is incorrect, first of all. CPR is two chest- is two, uh, rescue breaths and then 30 chest compressions. In the movie, there are no chest compressions. Also, she didn't even- it's make sure the scene is safe, make somebody call 911, and then look, listen, feel. You're supposed to look and see if they're breathing. Like, if he was faking it, she should have been able to tell that he was breathing. And then it's two rescue breaths, 30 chest compressions. Two rescue breaths, 30 chest compressions until the paramedics arrive. That does not happen. She just keeps giving him rescue breaths, which that's not CPR. She's a bad lifeguard. Maybe things have changed since the 60s. I guess. I don't know. But well, this movie came out in the 90s. So you think they would have gotten it right for that? I I won't presume to to Um, know. Oh, she also didn't blow her whistle. Like, I'm sure at my, when I was a lifeguard, we had to blow a whistle three times when we were, like, going to jump in and rescue someone. 
I know, because I had to make a save once. Uh, humble brag. <laughs> Just kidding. It was one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. Um, and afterwards, our pool manager was like, well, you're one for one. And I was like, okay. Yep. Um, so, the, yeah, yeah, so then Squints kisses her on the mouth. And she kicks kicks him out of the pool, or not? They're banned from the pool. But then she always smiles at him after. That. Like it's it's not even like they show it later in the movie, and she's over it. It's like immediately after it happens, she walks back to her lifeguard like post, looks over at him, and he's just standing there like staring at her, and she gives him this like "oh you" smile. Yeah, because the song that plays is this magic moment. It's like this isn't romantic. Sorry. And which later, spoiler alert, they get married. And have nine which children. Is so stupid. Yeah, so ridiculous and so dumb. Um, okay, now I think this is the moment. <sighs> have you seen people who are probably our age or younger dress up as Squins and Wendy for Halloween? <laughs> I have not. Okay, I have seen multiple instances of this, and I hate it with every fiber of being in my body because it's not cute and it it perpetuates like masculine culture and it's weird it's like weird it's like oh it's not cute like squints and wendy isn't like a cute couple it's not like han and leia it's like oh a a small boy and an adult woman like oh is that what you're you're trying to do here like no it's it's lazy too because all you have to do is wear like black glasses and a stupid hat and a lifeguard like bathing suit yep Agreed. End rant. End of rant. I think it's a stupid, stupid costume. Okay. Um, oh, speaking of toxic masculinity, that the worst insult in this movie is when they say to the, like, other boys, you throw like a it's, girl. It's you play ball like a girl, and everything stops. It's, everything comes to a standstill. Yeah, like, <laughs> you just... Like, you said the worst possible thing you could say to another human being is you play ball like a girl. Um, which I think, like, to be fair to the movie, I feel like they're playing it, like, tongue-in-cheek. Like, all the other stuff they say, like, just goes off, like, they don't even pay attention to it, but then this line is what pushes them over the edge, and it's like, oh my god! (gasps) I also appreciate a little bit of the class warfare in this scenario, too, because, you know, it's all Mm -hmm, the ragtag mm -hmm. kids from the Sandlot playing the kids who play on an actual baseball team with, like, the cool bikes and the uniforms and stuff. Similar to the theme from Of the Mighty Ducks, which is all about class warfare. Yeah, a lot of class warfare. And I appreciate the kids from the Sandlot so much because, like, I really just appreciate the fact that these kids are, like, all about the love of the game. Like, they just want to play. They don't, they're Mm -hmm. not, like, you know, they like when they win, but they're not, it's not. But they just play forever. Like, they just keep playing. There's no rules. (laughs) It's. They play to have fun. I just, like, appreciate that it's not the point of the movie that they win, like, the big tournament. It's just, like. Yeah. It's just some kids having fun chasing a dog trying to like or being chased by a dog um yeah i also liked the uh peer pressure scene where they all chew tobacco and then immediately throw up at the carnival kids which so there's a throwing up scene in the last movie we did when they go to the mall of america when charlie and um fulton, fulton. go to the yeah they go to the mall of america and they eat a bunch of junk food and then go on the roller coaster a million times and throw up it's true so this one is <laughs> on a little threads. more graphic, I have to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of them. They go a little overboard with it. Like, there's just, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. buckets of brown vomit <laughs> everywhere. Um, 
Also, okay, let's get to the thing that is the most outlandish to me, that this small boy does not know who Babe Ruth is. Yes. Agreed. And that it's like, oh, well, my mom, a grown-up girl, knows. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's annoying. And then also for me, like, Smalls is so dumb. But, like, if... Okay, so even if you don't know who Babe Ruth is, which, like, I find shocking and appalling, how do you not know that a ball, like a baseball that your stepdad has in a position of honor in his trophy room, like, might be valuable? Like, it might be an important yeah, object yeah, that you like, shouldn't this is a good idea take. To take a ball that my stepdad clearly loves, who I'm not even really comfortable with as my stepdad, this is definitely going to work. Yep. Um, also, Karen Allen is his mom which like blew my mind yeah and also she's like very young in this movie that where i'm like how she cannot be that old well it's really weird to me because like i saw this and then i watched um animal house when i was obviously significantly older and she's in that and she's like 20 in animal house so i know her as like you know scotty small's mom and then the chick from animal house (laughs) yeah see i only pretty much primarily know her as marion from indiana jones okay yeah Yep, that's And then, too. like, this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. That's fine. But anyway, so so he steals his dad's Babe Ruth signed ball, and he goes over the fence to the Beast's lair, and then they spend the next, like, 45 minutes of the movie coming up with different hijinks to get the ball back, and they fail every time. And so this is where I'm going to tell you who my childhood crush was. Um, <laughs> James Earl Jones. Yep. No. Um, or is it the kid who is in the treehouse when it explodes and he's like, it's my fault. <laughs> Nailed it. Timmy. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I just love he walks out and he says, we've been going about this all wrong. I blame myself. And it's so funny. Just, <laughs> like the kid is such like a natural actor and he just seems like such an old soul. I always mm-hmm, loved mm-hmm. that kid. And like, I love it. Benny, I love it. I, 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 I was Benny was, like, attractive, but I always, even though when he was 13, I was like, wow, he's way out of your league. He's, he's, like, the nice (laughs) guy who, like, rejects you in, like, the nice way that you still sort of think there's hope, and then it's just awkward. (laughs) So, I was never realistically into Benny the Jet Rodriguez, but Timmy Timmons, yes. And when he tells his little brother to shut up because he keeps repeating him, like, yes, Timmy, agreed. Oh, yeah, that's, that's really funny. (laughs) Um, also, I was struck by another similarity, which I don't know if I was just, I don't know where this came from, I guess, maybe because it's a little, the movie's a little surreal, um, but the movie Big Fish, I feel like also the colors probably has something to do with that. It's just like bright and green and like coming of age. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like also kind of like that like bittersweet kind of element. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of it has, has that kind of similarity because it's playing with the idea of memory and like... It's slightly unreliable because it's an adult remembering yeah. their childhood and, like, things are, you know, the dog is much bigger than, like, what an actual dog would be because it's, like, you know, the kid's imagination and and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. So, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, the, they end up, Benny ends up, oh, they, they each have dreams. Benny gets a visit from Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Smalls has a dream too, right? Yeah, his is stupid and lame, though, just like he is, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then Benny's like, alright, I'm gonna go get the ball. I'll do it. 
something, something legends never die. I only wrote down the second part because... Heroes get remembered. Legends never die. A classic line. So great. Such a great line. Uh, So then Benny goes over. He tries to steal the ball back, but then the beast uh, gets loose and chases him around town. Literally all around town. Until they make it back to the junkyard and the fence falls on the dog. And I legit teared up when I was watching this because when Smalls turns over and is like, we got to help him. And he's like, kind of like his voice cracks a little bit. Like, it's so sad. It's so sad. Side note, no one see a dog's purpose. No one see it. Oh, I wasn't. Okay. My cat just decided it wanted to climb all over me and my microphone right now. Hey, hey. Meow. Meow. Um, yeah, like, and I was upset that nobody would help Scotty when he was trying to rescue the dog. Like, Benny comes over eventually, but, like, all the other kids just Yeah, but everyone else is like, no, it's a monster. You can't do that. Like, okay, it's a dog. It's a normal-sized dog. And when we see, I forgot to mention this earlier when we were talking about the puppet, but, like, when they show the puppet version of the beast, it legit looks like a roided-up Triumph the Insult comic dog to me. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It also looks like the big, like, the big creature from uh, Neverending Story a little bit. Falcor? <laughs> but, like, in dog form. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could see that. Um, but it's such a cute dog. He's so nice. He gives Smalls a big old kiss. Uh, makes me tear up. He sort of makes me think of the James Earl Jones of dogs. Yeah, yeah. You know that thing where dogs look like their owners? <laughs> yeah, he just seems, like, kind of, like, gruff but lovable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So then they have to return the ball to, or they have to return the dog to James Earl Jones' house because stupid Squints was like, no, we can't just knock on the door. Mr. Myrtles is the meanest old man who ever lived. Like, have you met him? Okay. Have you seen him? Have you heard his beautiful voice? <laughs> no, Squints, you you monster. I just love James Earl Jones, like, when he comes to the door and just, like, in such a, like, throwaway voice, he's just like, why didn't you just come and knock on the door? I would have gotten it for you. <laughs> And <laughs> yeah, they're all like, squids! We got the ball back, didn't we? <laughs> Idiot. So then uh, he asked for, they asked for the Babe Ruth ball back, and uh, James Earl Jones is like, no, I can give you this other, way better one with all the Yankee signatures on it. <laughs> because I have too much baseball stuff, <laughs> is like the reasoning. They're like, they're all standing on the porch at first, and then he's like, come on inside. But only Scotty and, and Benny are allowed inside. Everyone else just like... Yep, yep. Everyone else just like cowers back in fear. <laughs> yeah, like they presumably just wait out on the the front step until Scotty and, and Benny and James Earl Jones are done having their heart to heart. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, which is so great because then they get to hear all this baseball stuff and and then they're like, oh, this doesn't seem like a fair trade. And James Earl Jones is like, well, you come talk about baseball with me once a week and I'll call it even. So they're going to have a budding friendship. I was like, I'm starting to tear up. I was like full on crying at this point in time. Well, <laughs> when I was watching the movie. I, it's so sad when I think of like lonely old people who just like, they just want to have somebody to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And like this guy clearly was a like major baseball player and then he went blind because of a ball. And so he's got a great story to tell. Yeah. And these kids were just so afraid of him, but they weren't even willing to, you know, don't do a book by its cover is the, the main takeaway um so then they give the ball back to uh dennis leary, Scotty's, dennis leary bill slash dad <laughs> uh 
and he's like really happy. He was mad at first, but then he's happy, and then they play catch, and and then they go and then uh, he goes into this little like where are they now? And they all disappear from the field, which is also sad because like they're dying, but they're not dead. They're just adults. Well, okay, I had a question about this because I. He's like, yeah, we all lived in the neighborhood for a few more years. And I was like, is it normal for kids to move so frequently that, like, none of these kids stayed in the same town through the end of high school? Yeah, I don't know. It was, I mean, I guess kids move away, but not, like, to that degree. Like, every single kid on the team moved away before they got to the end of high school. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Because he's, like, mostly through junior high, which is, like, two years. Yeah. Yeah, and then he somehow stays in touch with them. Which is crazy because there was no internet then. <laughs> yeah, I mean that he knows all how they what they all grew up to be. Like, do you look up their phone numbers in a in a in a phone book? I guess maybe like if they all Give stayed all, in the LA like, letter writing. I don't know. I guess I don't know. It's a big. Area, I know, though. but like maybe, and I don't. know. But it's I I did appreciate that that they they kind of like did a follow up with like where the kids all are now because I always mentally do that with these kinds of movies and it was nice to have yeah, it like yeah. actually yes this is what happened to them. This guy got really into the 60s and we never heard from him again. Yeah, that's Bertram. <laughs> oh man, so funny. Uh yeah, and then and Scotty grows up to be a play-by-play announcer for the uh the Dodgers despite not knowing who Babe Ruth was until he was 12 yeah. years old. You're a white man, so you can do whatever you want, <laughs> despite being super inexperienced. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> and minorities? Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> just a lot on my mind lately. Um, oh, also, I love that the dog's name is Hercules. I like that that's his like, so real name. You just, I love Hercules. Not to like interrupt you, but you just quoted Squints. So. <laughs> Wait, what? You're just like, I got a lot of things on my mind. Which is a oh, line God in Squint damn it. movie. <laughs> oh God. Um, so on a on a slightly superficial note, I was I remember as a kid always being really disappointed that they didn't pick a more attractive actor to play the adult Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Yes. Oh, he looks uh, no, he stills him he's like a mustache, I'm not into it. Yeah, no, can't handle it. I'm the into mustache. kid Benny way more inappropriate it's kind of like uh sim another example of this it's not the same i guess it's not the same because it's not like an attractiveness level but in the little women with christian bale the actress that they picked to play like older uh kirsten dunst uh amy i guess does not look like kirsten dunst at all no so that that just bothers me and they pick actors that don't look like the person they're supposed to be so that's fine but, and then, uh, yeah, Benny the Jet Rodriguez plays with the Dodgers, and he's really good, and they're still friends, and he looks up at him after he steals uh, home or whatever. Which is, <laughs> is that something people still do? I feel like stealing home is something that's, like, an old-timey baseball thing, and it's not something that really happens that often in modern baseball. It's such a risk. Like, I mean, wow, this guy's fast. Like, if you screw it up, like, you look like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so true. So. so that's the Sandlot. That is the Sandlot. Um, it's really good. I really liked it. I mean, I liked it when I was little, but not as much like Mighty Ducks. And But watching it now, I was like, oh, this is actually a really like good, feel-good, happy movie. Yeah. And like fun to watch. 
I, yeah, I think The Sandlot is just, it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, a lighthearted story. Like, the kids, I feel like, are all pretty good actors. It's... They're all memorable. They all have, I think their personalities are a bit more distinct than the ducks. And the ducks have three movies. Yeah. <laughs> <from> character development. <laughs> oh, and Jesse Hall from the ducks is in this, too. Yes, Jesse Hall is in, yeah. So, this is a diverse cast, again. <laughs> I did a little bit of research into where all of the, um, where the people are now, where the actors are now, because I'm always interested in that. Um, and it turns out that Scotty Smalls, Tom Geary, is the only one who is still really acting, like, of the kids. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like, some of them do- Dennis Leary is still acting. Yes, that's very- James Earl Jones, as we know, also still- Rogue One. Oof, so good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> still hype on rug one um scotty smalls sort of grew up and he looks like an irish mobster like an irish gangster oh tight that's awesome and that's like he was in like the black donnelly's and he he's in a lot of like those types of roles which is really interesting to me because like to me he's he's just this like nebbish little like kid with his erector set <laughs> And, oh, um, Marty York, who played Yaya, was um, mm-hmm. arrested for domestic violence. Yikes. Um, yeah. Yikes. Not good, Yaya. And great. he just looks like the Jersey Shore, like the ultimate example of the Jersey Shore now. I believe it. Yeah. Um, Benny the Jet Rodriguez is now an L.A. firefighter, so you got to find him. Ooh, so I should set my apartment on fire. <laughs> Ooh, I bet he is a hot firefighter. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Mike Vitar, if you ever want to come on the pod, you're welcome. Ooh, friend of the pod, friend of the pod. You can, well, it'll be him and Josh Jackson. Uh, the stories they must have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What would that conversation be like? So, Josh, how's, uh, how's filming the affair? Uh... Also, Mike, how are, how's fighting fires? Um, I love it. Yeah, so uh, Squints is... Ugh, I don't he even He was care. in um, Freaks and Geeks. He was, oh. he was the bully in Freaks and Geeks. Wow. How the turntables... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's an office quote. It's fine. Uh, that's funny. Did not know that. Yeah, and the other kids have... Uh, I don't think they've really been in a lot. Like, they all looked like their last credits were early 90s credits, so... I mean, when you hit a grand slam like the Sandlot... Like, what else are you going to do with your life? Get it? Because of baseball. baseball. (laughs) Nailed it. Oh, man. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. Recommend. Would recommend. Definitely. And it's really interesting to me because I feel like every girl that I grew up with who was my age watched The Sandlot, loved The Sandlot. I don't know very many guys who were very into this movie when they a were kids. A lot of my friends from high school are, all of my male friends are all, like, love this movie. Okay. And they all, they all play baseball, or they played baseball in high school, so I think that probably has to do with it, too. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just remember all, like, the girls that I went to high school with, like, we all reminisced about this movie, but then, like, any of our guy friends were just like, yeah, I have saw it, maybe, but... <laughs> I think that's that covers it. I think we, uh... Yeah, I mean, I feel like we, we powered through it. I am still so... Oh, um, I guess... 
so many of my notes are about how nerdy this kid is. Like, <laughs> he says the line, don't be a goofus. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, also, the, f- the, the insult of egghead is really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes to the place baseball wearing slacks with a belt. Yeah, and like the biggest hat that any human could put on a head. I love when Benny's like, do you have a fireplace? Burn that. <laughs> Sick burn. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a classic movie. Um, it's just one of those great, you know, low-key sports movies that they just don't make anymore for kids. No, nope, they really don't. It's a shame. So, so yeah, I think uh, we can we can close the, close the book on the Sandlot. Um, I, I spared a brief moment when I watched this um, to think about the sequels. <laughs> Oof, I've never seen the sequels. I guarantee that. I, I know that. I have never seen the. I never saw the middle sequel. I saw okay. the I saw the third movie um, like on my computer a few years ago because first of all, it's a time travel movie. So oh boy! No, I was, no, I was pass. Like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this. Also, it had Luke Perry in it, I think. So I was like, Oof. I'm so confused by this. So I, I think I watched it like, and and it's one of those movies that's like, probably like 78 minutes long. Like it's a short, like yeah, <laughs> throwaway movie. Um, it's like a made-for-TV movie. Spoiler alert: It's pretty terrible. Um, don't watch it. I don't recommend. Yikes. Um. Yeah, it's uh, the the overall quality of the the Mighty Ducks trilogy. I think is is vastly superior to the Sandlot trilogy. The Sandlot but, franchise. <laughs> yeah, but the first Sandlot is is classic. So. First Sandlot's where it's at. Thank you for listening to us talk about the Sandlot. Um, our next movie, we love it. Yeah, love it. the The next movie we're gonna be watching and discussing is Ladybugs, the classic sports movie starring Rodney Dangerfield. Looking forward to it. I've never seen it. It used to be on TV a lot, like on on cable frequently. Um, that's when I saw it. So I'm excited to rewatch it because I haven't seen it in years. So. So yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Tune in next time for Ladybugs. Bye. Bye.